There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Have you been thinking of becoming a Saints Happy Hour patron? We have an offer you can't refuse. Sign up, and if you don't think Saints Happy Hour is the best daily Saints podcast and you aren't having a blast chatting on our private Discord channel with other Saints fans, we will refund your money. No questions asked. If you sign up at the $10 level, you can even keep our Boost Bundle welcome gift after the refund. You have absolutely nothing to lose, so go to saintshappyhour.com and sign up today. Podcast ads are the worst, right? Everyone hates them. You can get Saints Happy Hour ad-free by becoming a patron. That's right. Patrons get access to every show ad-free. No ads ever. You also get breaking Saints news podcast, Saints player grades, early access to shows, and behind-the-scenes access. Plus, you get access to our Discord channel where you can talk Saints 24-7 in private with other Saints Happy Hour listeners. And you get our world-famous booze bundle with four swag items. Amazing. So sign up and never have to suffer through another ad again. Go to SaintsHappyHour.com. That's SaintsHappyHour.com and sign up today. G'day, it's Stevic from 12 Ninja here. And look, if you like American football, you should check out Saints Happy Hour podcast. I personally know all about American football, other than it's a bunch of massive blokes wearing spandex shoulder pads and helmets running around with a throwing a football. In Australia, you don't throw footballs. You punch it or you kick it. And there's um, no protection. They're all naked. And there's sharks and crocodiles fired out of cannons onto the field and we all stand around and drink blood watching it but American football's your thing you know what to do Saints Happy Hour podcast stick it in your ear hole all right everybody welcome to a special edition of Saints Happy Hour podcast I'm excited we haven't done these one of these in a long time uh, if you are a $25 patron, $25 a month patron, you one of the perks you get is you get a patron spotlight podcast where we interview you, talk to you about your Saints fandom, why you loved Saints Happy Hour, how you found us and all that. And by the way, if you're a $25 patron and you are due to get one of these, email me. I sent out the email. A couple of people said they didn't want to do it, but this guy who's been a patron since 2019, uh, Cody Yarbrough, he said, hell, hell yes, I want to do it. I'm super pumped. And Corey, it took us a while. We had to get our schedules in, lo- in, in line, uh, but I'm so glad you could join us and, and thanks for supporting the show. You've been, you've been a patron for three years now. Yeah, and uh, I was actually listening to you since like even since y'all were just on Podbean, like oh, in 2017, wow. 16. Oh. Yeah, so I've been here for the long haul. That's you know, right. I've been here through a lot of audio changes. That's right. That is a commitment. That is a commitment through our bad audio that I know you love us. And and I've told this story before is I knew we had something really special with this podcast. Not that we're big or anything, you know, or we, we, we've won the the best sports podcast in Louisiana, but we're not giant. We don't do like a million <laughs> downloads or whatever. But the one thing, Cody, I knew when in this podcast was really, we had a, 
a following that cared about us and enjoyed the show. We had an audio stretch in probably 20, probably 2015, 2016, where it was as bad as it had ever been. And it, we had some, a lot of weeks where it wasn't usable. And we were getting frustrated behind the scenes. Andrew and Dave, we were just, and Andrew was like, I don't know if we're going to make it. Are we going to keep going? And I knew, you know how I knew the podcast was special and we were going to make it? I had people like you that listened to the show emailing me, DMing me on Twitter, being like, Ralph, I'll help you with audio. Let me help you. We got to get it fixed. I got to, I got to have my podcast. I got to have my Saints happy hour. Let me help you. And they had like four or five people that like reached out to us and helped us and we got it better. And then we got Thomas. So it's fine now. But, uh, it, it 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 makes it special. Like the, the people care about this show. They they want us to do well, oh, and absolutely. I feel like it's a community. And and I just want to know, like, how did you find us? I believe it was through a Canal Street Chronicles. Yeah, when yeah y'all used cool. to post yep, like the link right. to the podcast at the very bottom. And I remember it was after a, a spate of wins. There was here's during that you know the the seven and nine years. Yeah. Uh, but it wasn't like, you know, we'd lose two, win one. We'd, like, lose, like, four and then win, like, <laughs> four right. or five in a row and then lose five. So it was That's right. one of those, like, stretches of, like, they're winning, they're doing good, they're coming back, you know. Like, right. the, the it's trending for a playoff. And, is you see, like, I'm, I guess I've heard other people, Saints fans, it's like when we win, like, I want to absorb and All of it. everything. When they lose none of it. Like, <laughs> two right. minutes i want 16 articles two minutes after the game's over but if we lose you know like eh, i'm not gonna look at it till like thursday or friday i'm gonna still look at it but i need my morning period or whatnot but yeah it was on one of those upswings and i just was voraciously consuming content and y'all just hit that perfect spot of uh of like like guys sitting around at a bar but also knowing what you're talking about which is real nice yeah i the the interesting thing is, and I'm I'm always curious when we do these Patriot spotlights, is like your Saints fandom. Like, how did it start? And like, what's your first Saints memory? And when did you know that like the Saints are my team and like I'm riding with them forever? It's funny because uh, my dad was born and raised in New Orleans. He's from the Ninth Ward, but I grew up in Lafayette and Lake Charles. Uh, and I remember my father. It, it was almost kind of like a it was a shameful secret. Like I'd come in and. Like he'd be watching the Saints, he turned turn into a different channel. So you, you don't need to watch this. You don't need to watch this. <laughs> trying you know, to protect like, you from it, Saints. Yeah, man. he was trying to protect me. It was almost kind of like That's it's right. too late for me, son. Like you go to a different franchise and and experience happiness. You know, uh, and it was funny because like I wanted to be with him, and hang out, but I guess he was trying to be like, man, I remember because he went to the first game. He lucked out, yeah. and got tickets to the first game at Tulane Stadium. So he's a huge saints fan stuff but he you'd kind of hide it around me you know it's the weirdest thing and then uh so growing up you know in the 90s and what have you during the cowboys super you know super run everything was the cowboys everything was the cowboys you know uh and even i was impressed with like my uncle and my grandfather would watch cowboys games but they'd also watch saints but just something about the cowboys just never sat right with me it just yeah. mm, no like yeah. It's like, I'm from Louisiana. I go to New Orleans. I have family in New Orleans. Like, why shouldn't I be a Saints fan? And uh, I I would say uh, 
I can kind of remember the the end of the Aaron Brooks era because I remember mm-hmm. what I really liked about him, but it just made no sense. I remember one year, I forgot what year it is. You're the historian, you probably know. It's when the Saints with Aaron Brooks, they beat like every number one seed in all the divisions, but then they would lose to the worst team of each 20, division. Yeah, 2002, they collapsed in December. They were nine wow. and they were nine and four, and they had beat Tampa twice, who would go on to win the Super Bowl. Um, you know, and that was a re- that was a really fun Saints team. Aaron Brooks got he hurt his shoulder. And they lost to like Minnesota, who was terrible, even yeah, though they had Randy I, I Moss and Culpepper. Uh, and they lost to Cincinnati, who would end up winning only two games, I think, that year. Um, so yeah, I mean, it was. I mean that that was a. That's one of the. I, I would say, you know, when you talk about non-playoff Saints pain, like because like you know the no call and the the. The playoff mm-hmm. loss to Brady and the playoff loss that even the 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 Minnesota miracle to Marcus like those are playoff pain is like a different level, but I mean, I would say 2002 for like non playoff pain, like to be nine and four, you mm-hmm. beat Tampa, you've beat them twice, you're tied for first, you're in position to get a first or second seed and have a bye because your finishing your finishing schedule is Cincinnati is your finishing schedule is Minnesota, Cincinnati and Carolina who between them I think won 11 games that year. Yeah, they were horrible. So, so like you thought you're like 9 and 4. You think you're thinking we're going 12 and 4, maybe 11 and mm-hmm. 5. We're going to be a one we might be the one seed, we might be the two seed. Uh and you completely and utterly collapse and don't make the playoffs. So I mean, not to, not to get make this podcast dark, but I mean, you know, it was it, it's up. Two thousand two is up there. But like, what's your first your first Saints memory you had that you were like, oh, this is awesome. I'm 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 with, I'm with it forever. I'm with them forever. I think it was the. Uh, I know it's. It's it's like uh, the 2016 season, mm-hmm. like after Katrina and stuff. Uh, and coming back. Not yeah. the Katrina year because uh, I went through Rita, too, uh, with that. And, yeah, so it was like bam, bam. You know, uh, luckily my dad, most of my family on my dad's side, it, like we got them out and then came back to Lake Charles. And then Rita was blew through. And so uh, I just remember I was playing football at the time. And... I remember our coach making us come back and we still had national guard all throughout the, the, uh, the school. And I had to wake up a national guardsman to get in my locker and stuff. And I just remember that year was just real tough. And it was just fun to watch them mm-hmm. do good. Like a new, new, especially Reggie Bush, you know, yeah, Reggie Bush was fun to watch. And then the new quarterback it was just fun to watch them like do good. You know, it wasn't like, uh, uh, kind of like like oh my god like are we gonna make the playoffs like no we're we're i think this is like you had a feeling of this is gonna go real well and i just like that camaraderie i had kind of like you know with the rest of louisiana people just kind of like you know for one hour or four hours on sunday you know you didn't have to worry about the hurricane you didn't have to worry about you know going to help your neighbors put fine yeah tearing out drywall you know 
you know, go hit, go get the gators out of people's pools that got washed <laughs> in, you know, clear out the redfish and things like that. Pointing at the radio, just cussing and screaming like he was next to me. And a cop was behind me, but I didn't know. So he thought there was a domestic dispute going on. And so he pulled me over and he, he goes, there's no one else in the car. I'm like, no, no, officer. No, what do you mean? He goes, who are you screaming at? I go, you son of a bitch, Jared Cook, just followed our way. He goes, whoa, calm down. What's wrong? It's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, officer. I'm a Saints fan. You know, they're playing the playoffs right now. And uh, just a very bad play happened. I, and he goes, <laughs> okay, where are you going? I go, I'm going home. I'm going home. I'm, I'm going to, like, watch it there. Like, I'll, And luckily, I was only, like, a mile and a half from my house. My home, yeah. And stuff. So I was like, look, I'm, I don't have far to go. I'm sorry. I'm completely so I'm just very angry right now. He goes, no, I understand. I'm a Cowboys fan. All right, get out of here. Well, I'll say this, you know, not that it's a parallel to 2006 because this has been the greatest non-hurricane season. Sorry, 2006, not 2006. Yeah, 2000. Sorry. This has been the greatest non-hurricane season of our entire lives. Knock on wood, yes. whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But the thing is, uh, Cody, the one thing I do see a parallel between 2006 is in 2006, the NFC was a tire fire inside of a dumpster. Like it was horrible. The Saints were 10 and 5 and had locked up the number two seed in a bye. Which is ridiculous. And they rested their starters and were like, we can be tenants. They had a bye at 10 mm-hmm. and 6. In 06, yep. which is which is ridiculous. But I look at the NFC, and of course, people will be listening to this podcast after the Atlanta game, so they may be they may be screaming at us because we're super yeah. optimistic now. But the Rams looked awful last night, Cody. They look awful. Their, their line. Well, is, you got you got Stafford out there where they pretty much admitted on the broadcast that he needs Tommy John surgery. You know, yeah. they pretty much admitted he needs Tommy John surgery. He's going to go out there. Like good luck trying to go another sixteen games with that. And they lost two more linemen. They their their left tackles out. Their cent their left tackles week day to day. Their center is going to be out a month. Like and they got crushed. And here's the thing: people people got mad at me on Twitter. They said I was. Uh, they, people were accusing me of stealing a tw- of stealing a tweet. But I'm like, dude. 9,000 Saints fans on Twitter, we all saw Matt Stafford and we made the same joke about, as a Saints fan, we are experts when a quarterback's arm is cooked. Matt Stafford's arm is cooked. We saw it in 2019 and 2020. And here's the thing, Cody, like, it's underrated because the playoff losses were just so brutal, right? But Drew Brees having a completely cooked arm and still having the Saints offense in the top 10, like, that was a magic trick. That's not oh, it like Matt extend his legacy. Yeah, what he was able to do. And, and like, I just look around the NFC and I'm like, if the Rams are not going to be any good and they're going to be like an eight or nine win team, like the NFC is like a free for all, and that's that's beautiful. Like you, as a as a fan of a team, you want your conference to not be any good and to be chaos. And like, that's not saying that the Saints might can't be good in 2022. I think they will be, but like, I think it's going to be. I think the NFC is going to be chaos, you know? Oh, and then it helps that, like, okay, we lost, and it sucks. But if you look, oh, wait, all the people that we were tied <laughs> with, they're not, they all lost too. That's okay, right. well, it's just, uh, all right, we, it's just out in the wash, and then we just start over next week. Yeah, so you're in you're in Austin 
living in Austin. Right. So, do you get do you go to do you get home to New Orleans for the games during the year or not? I try to, I try, but uh, here lately with the pandemic and stuff, yeah, and with work, it's been kind of hard. But I try to get. I'm going to try and take my wife to the, her first Saints game this year. Oh, nice! I think that'll be a lot of fun. I'm worried about going to Saints. I haven't seen the Saints win in person since the season opener of 2019. Because see, I'm, they, I'm the exact opposite. I have never seen them lose in the dome. Wow, we need to get you in for the. The Saints Brady yeah, game. Knock on wood. Yeah, I've never seen them <laughs> That's amazing. lose in the dome. That's and I amazing. was there at Washington. I was there at the 2017 Washington game. That's you are a good luck charm. My God. And I, but I left. I left with two minutes left. But I managed to watch it in Champion Square. So I feel like I didn't <laughs> quite leave. Like I was out of the stadium, but I still was there to finish watching it. Yeah. Have you been thinking of becoming a Saints Happy Hour patron? We have an offer you can't refuse. Sign up, and if you don't think Saints Happy Hour is the best daily Saints podcast and you aren't having a blast chatting on our private Discord channel with other Saints fans, we will refund your money. No questions asked. If you sign up at the $10 level, you can even keep our Boost Bundle welcome gift after the refund. You have absolutely nothing to lose, so go to saintshappyhour.com and sign up today. Podcast ads are the worst, right? Everyone hates them. You can get Saints Happy Hour ad-free by becoming a patron. That's right. Patrons get access to every show ad-free. No ads ever. You also get Breaking Saints News Podcast, Saints Player Grades, early access to shows, and behind-the-scenes access. Plus, you get access to our Discord channel where you can talk Saints 24-7 in private with other Saints Happy Hour listeners. And you get our world-famous booze bundle with four swag items. Amazing. So sign up and never have to suffer through another ad again. Go to SaintsHappyHour.com. That's SaintsHappyHour.com and sign up today. You talk about miracle comeback. I mean, that game, that game was a that wrap. Was just, that I game was a wrap. time, yeah. I walked from the upper deck to the champion square, and they had already, like, scored a touchdown. I was like, oh, hold up. What, what, what's going on here? And then me and other, probably, like, 10,000 other people, like, kind of stopped exiting, kind of, like, drifted back to the square and started watching on the video, big screen. Yeah. And we couldn't I- believe it. It it was one of those things where I had like started to like write my channel four column and like prep the podcast for like the the post because I think me and Andrew had started doing the 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 daily for patrons and we I had like started to like build the template and it was like Saints lose I started doing my WWL column and then it's like oh wow they might actually pull this out and it it's it, it's one of the great it's one of the great miracles and that was the game to me where we knew Alvin Kamara was really good. But that game, when he made the catch, where he's like juggling it, catches it, dodges the Redskin dude, scores, like, is able to like juggle the ball, not break strides, score a touchdown anyway. And then on the two-point play, everyone in the stadium knew he was going to get it, and he still got to the corner and got it. Mm -hmm. Like, I was like... He's beyond really good. Like he is a he's a magician at this point, and he's just something really special. And that that was the game for me that that crystallized that. Um, as you look at twenty twenty two, Cody, and, and I always like fans' predictions, perspectives too. How do you? How are you? How are you feeling about 
all the change because it's a massive change. You know, it's no it no Sean Payton and it no Drew. How are you feeling about it? I'm feeling good, mostly because like Jameis. I mean, he was drafted number one overall for a reason. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think the two years behind Breeze really, really helped. Because mm-hmm. I remember listening to a podcast of your guys and Jameis talking about how, like, the Saints were down and Drew Breeze is like, no, this is not the time to start right. gunslinging it. Like, you keep doing what Process, you're doing yep. and keep processing. And I think that has really helped him. Yeah. Uh, and so, but the biggest thing is, you know, your number one receiver from last year is now your number five receiver. That's right. And like you, you said, like it's third, we were 32nd in the league. We can't, you can't, there is no 33rd position, <laughs> you know, they're like 30 seconds yet. And then we have the bears and we thought we had bad receivers last year. How that bears front office has a job is beyond me. They got new old people, but ass- like, they're like the third largest city in America, and they are spending like the second fewest amount of actual dollars on their team. Um, you know, and I've I said this. I don't know if I said it on a tweet or maybe a Daily Show. Maybe people have heard it before, but I truly believe this. The two most improved units in the NFL in 2022, one of them is going to be the Jaguars because they're going to have an adult as a coach. Like you, Urban Meyer, he was like he might have wanted a hire, but he wasn't an adult. Like he's but the not memes. flying home with the team. He's getting the he's getting he he's grinding with the eighteen year old at his bar. Like he wasn't an adult as a head coach. So they got Doug Peterson. He's going to be an adult. They're going to be functioning. I don't know how Trevor, good Trevor Lawrence is going to be, but Jaguars are going to be like night and day difference on all, on on their entire team. But I'm going to tell you that the other unit that's going to be the most improved Saints passing game. It's going to be uh, it, night and day. Because at this point, it can't get worse. It can't, like, can't it, be worse. It can't. It can't. And so it literally all – he can complete two, three <laughs> passes a game, and it's automatically better, you know? Yeah. Because yeah, last I, year, I don't know what was worse, watching Jordan Jefferson try to get over 70 yards a uh, game or watching our circus of quarterbacks try to get I mean, over it, 70 that, yards a game. That, that five-game losing streak was – as at times as bad of offense as the Saints have had in the last 30 years. Like they had stretches in those games where it was as bad as this might be before your time, but cause I'm old, but like Ditka with the Billy Joes, because here's the thing, like there were games even against like Atlanta and Tennessee, which those games ended up being close in those losing mm-hmm. streaks. Like those games the offense didn't function until they would get two, three scores behind, and then the other team would be like, whatever. And Trevor Simeon would make some throws. The defense, you can't run on them, so a team would run the ball, they'd punt, then the Saints would move the ball a little. But it was as bad as it as I've ever seen in an offense. And I don't I don't think it was Sean, you know, it wasn't like Sean Payton got stupid. But listen, when you had the receivers the Saints have that were trash, when you have no tackles, when you don't have Camara. And you got Trevor Simeon. Like, what did you? What? What could it have? What other way could it have possibly gone? No, because some of your skill positions, like they wouldn't make it in top tier Power Five programs, they were- much less the NFL. You know, so I mean, like, what are you gonna do? Like, you like you can only like you know, it's like you put poor Kenny Stills, the Husker <sighs> person, out there. 
with a cornerback like, you know, AJ Terrell or Trayvon Diggs or something. It's like, that's, that's a cakewalk for them. I was for so, I was Diggs so stuff, wrong about like, Kenny Stills. I was break so out wrong. the 4K camera on this agent because this is what we're going to be paying. <laughs> this is what we're going to be playing when I want that when I want that new contract. Look at this. Zero catches, yeah. you know, because what is it? I think PFF said sometimes last year, like, throwing to our receivers was worse than just, like, spiking it in the dirt it or was. something like it, that. I was so wrong about Kenny Stills. And not that I thought Kenny Stills was going to be good, but when they brought him back – I was like, I was like, he's young, he's under thirty, he's been a good NFL receiver at times. Mm-hmm. He's gonna have something left. He's gonna be a functional 35, 40 catch receiver for the Saints. It's one of the most wrongest things. I don't even know if that's a word that I've ever thought on this podcast. The fifteen year, whatever, however freaking long we've been doing it, fifteen years, it just. Completely and utterly hopeless at receiver. Um, yeah, it was just sad. But before we get out of here, Cody, I want and, and people they'll probably hear this. They'll hear this at the Atlanta game. But I want your prediction for the twenty twenty two Saints. Uh, my just because it was a little bit. I was thinking about ten and seven or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm thinking maybe 11 to six after watching that Rams game, just because yeah. like Rams had a lot of hype coming into this. Season. They did a lot of hype as a top NFC team. Yeah. And then the next one that everyone likes to blow smoke up is Tampa Bay, and that another team that with line issues of Tom of Tom Brady. He yep. I mean, he he could fit at home right here on the streets downtown Austin. You know, not look out of place. <laughs> Like, and like you said, in the line, I don't know yeah. what it is. Like, like God has decided like, Mm-mm, nope, you're just, no, you have no line. I mean, know, here, so. here's, here's the thing. And I'm not, and people, you, you know, this, you listen to the podcast for, for a long time. You know, this Andrew is our tape guy. He breaks it yes. down. He's amazing. By the way, become a patron. You get access to Andrew's grades. And by the way, nobody breaks film down as good as Andrew. He's not no. here. So I can say nice things about him. Um, but the thing is, that I've learned over time watching football as long as I have, Cody, is if your lines are terrible, you can't scheme it. You can't card trick it away. You If you have a medi- like a mediocre line, you can be like, oh, Sean Payton be like, oh, we're going to run two tight ends. We're going we're gonna to protect more. We're going to do these things. If your line is bad, there's no – like the Rams, Buffalo didn't even blitz last week against Thursday, and they got crushed, right? insane. So, which is just, it, it, it blows, my, blows my mind to even, like, consider that. So, when you have well, that's teams that... the fact that, that the saying is, the game is won in the trenches. That's and right. that saying has been around since, like, the beginning of the league. And it hasn't changed. Yeah. No matter what, West Coast, new Sean McVay, the, the wishbone, no matter what it is, what new offensive scheme, like you said, if you don't have a good line, that's it. It's done. Like yeah. It doesn't matter how creative you get or flashy or mm-hmm. how much you pay your diva wide receiver. You know, it's just it's not happening. Yeah, and it's interesting. Mickey Loomis on a, on an interview, he said that. He said, look, when he was talking to Randy Mueller on Randy Mueller's podcast, he's like, look, when we were in Se- Seattle, I forget the guy's name who was the general manager at the time. He believed it, and I still believe it, that you have to invest in guys that can move other men where they want to. 
and on offense and defensive line. And he's like, we with the Saints, we've done it in draft picks and spending free agent dollars. And we'll see. Like, the Saints offensive line's pretty fragile too. But I just I, – I look at the NFC in 2022, Cody, and, and I think I can, ma- I can make a case for about like seven, eight teams to make it. Like they're, oh, absolutely. they're, you know, like you can, you can make a case. Jalen Hurts becomes decent. That roster's loaded. Philadelphia makes it. You can make a case. Kyler Murray, the the Cardinals, all their old players stay healthy. He takes a step up. Maybe they make you. You know, you can make but a case. But for Kyler Murray, new Call of Duty drops. Big, big Call of Duty drops in the middle of the season. <laughs> it's like right. three, four games. He's done. That's you right. know, so. Like, like you think they're going to be good, but he's he's going to be done when that comes out. The the internet broke down his stats when the new Call of Duty drops each year, and it is a real thing. Like Mm -hmm. his stats drop. Like he, so like we we need to. I'll mark that on my calendar, Cody, and maybe we'll 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 have you as our like. You could you could be in charge of that. You could track it. And we'll, yeah. we'll we'll get you. You could do like a twenty second update with Thomas and be like, "Call of Duty dropped. Let's let's take a look at mm-hmm. Kyler Murray's stats." Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I'm also uh, I actually went to ULM for toxicology. So if there's ever any drug testing questions y'all need <laughs> to do, let me know, and I can tell you like what the diluted sample actually means. You know, and like what what they what you know when they say Adderall, it means they're probably taking something way worse. You know, and they're only doing it because it covers up. For like twenty four hours, I'm gonna have to. A, I'm gonna have to put you in my get your. I'm gonna have to get your phone number off air, and we're gonna have to, I'm gonna get you in my text group with Dr. Thomas and our other doctors. And and whenever the Saints have somebody fail, fa- that would have been that would have been really important last year for Onyemata. Yes, when he when he failed when he failed the test, we need it. So, but Cody, I can't I can't thank you enough. And 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 I want to say this like patrons. You guys that su- support the show at what at whatever level you can support the show at, we appreciate all of you, and you make it happen. Like the the 315 that we have now, all of you guys allow us to have Thomas. You're allow you allowed us to uh, do a live show at Port Orleans. Uh, you allow us to give you guys the booze bundle with the with the cups and the in the card and the shot glass. You allow us to do the show every day. You allow Andrew to do his grades. Like you allow us to have have this great community and it's so much fun and having fun in the Discord where I've sort of gotten off of Facebook and Twitter and all that and social yeah, media and I'm like absolutely. 90% in the Discord talking Saints because it's private and I don't have to deal with all the nonsense of regular social media. It's just a cool group of like 250 people and you guys allow us to do as the patrons. So be like Cody, support the freaking show. Uh, you know the Saints. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be an amazing 2022 season. And Cody, Cody, I can't thank you enough for giving me time oh, no. on this Friday thank and you supporting for the show. Having me on, man. Yeah. No, it's nice to actually have someone to talk Saints with because I am stuck in Cowboy <laughs> Longhorn country, and it's tough, brother. It's tough. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks, and we will see you again tomorrow. <laughs>